to episode 27 of Long Hair Do Care. I am your host, Georgie Corkery, pronouns she, they, and this podcast is a podcast that addresses topics related to queer intersectional ecofeminism, all of my favorite things. And the topic for today's episode, which is my June 2022 episode, is Why Long Hair Do Care? As in, the title of this podcast and uh there's no special guest it's just me and this is all in part because i am behind on my podcast behind on episodes this episode will definitely not be released in july (laughs) it'll be released much later but um i took a break and that's feminism i needed a break i'm a grad student and i'm also still really excited and passionate about doing this podcast i'm more excited to have guests on the podcast, but just excited to share what I know and talk about things that I'm passionate about. So let's jump into it. I want to take care of a few housekeeping things. Maybe you know if you follow my Instagram, which is Long Hair Do Care Podcast, one, that I haven't been posting very much on there, but two, that I used to draw images for each episode and I thought they were darling. You probably agree. But uh, I've been slacking on that as I've been slacking on the podcast in general. Again, hence this tiny episode. But that being said, if anyone is interested in being the person who draws little cartoons for each episode, I now officially have some money from the podcast to pay someone to do it. So please reach out or uh, reach out to somebody who you think would be interested. And you can contact me again through that Instagram page, which is long hair do care podcast and i said instagram page i'm not actually sure if that's right because i'm not that great at instagram or social media but you know what i'm trying for the sake of the pod i like this podcast maybe i love this podcast and uh i'm i'm trying so i'll get there um i'm even worse on my personal instagram so that's just not even worth looking at Another thing is if anybody has recommendations or requests for guests, please reach out. I'd love to hear them. I am looking for some people to talk about eating disorders, abortions, even though maybe we're all sick of hearing abortions. But I think there's a lot more interesting things to talk about in terms of abortions besides the politics behind them, maybe even the history. But those are two things that I'd be interested in discussing Lastly, I want to encourage you to rate the podcast if you have a few seconds or leave a review if you have a minute or two. I'd love to hear what you think of the show and what you think about the progression of the show. I personally believe that it's been getting better. Maybe the audio is even better. I have a new mic and I'm excited about it because my old one broke and I was bummed as Bluetooth. If anybody has recommendations for mics also, just send that my way. But yeah, rate, review the podcast. You can follow the Instagram, even though not a lot's happening there right now. And yeah, usually when I have a guest on the show, I ask them, what are you excited to share today? And because I don't have a guest to ask that question, I'm just going to go ahead and ask that of myself. Hey, Georgie, what are you excited to share today? Uh, Thanks, Georgie, for asking. I am excited to share the urge I feel to explain why I named the podcast Long Hair Do Care. Do I feel a little embarrassed about the decision I made over a year ago? Maybe. Before 
we get into the main topic, which again is why long hair do care. We have to talk about my favorite things, which is cats, wildlife, and conscious content consumption. So the cats that I interacted with in June 2022 were uh, Moira and Data. I've mentioned them plenty of times. A cat named Kevin, who is cat that my friends Amy and Ivan parent. I was going to say own, but that seems wrong. And parent also kind of feels weird. But uh, Kevin is the cat of Amy and Ivan. Maybe that's the best way to say it. I also went to Iconoclad, which shout out to Iconoclad. I love you, and I love your cats. I don't know how many they have there. I went to the new store. Iconoclad is a consignment store in Salt Lake City, and they used to have only one spot that was on 300 South and like 400 East or something by Bud's, which is an excellent vegan sandwich place. And uh, they have cats wandering through the store, like maybe five or six, and now they have a second location, which again, that's the one I went to, and they have cats in both. I don't know if they got more cats or what's the deal there. Maybe one day I should have Iconoclad come on and address the cat situation along with the cool shit that they do. But saw some of those cats. They were lovely. Then I got to see Percy and Yeti. Their owners are Dane and Emily. Dane is uh, one of my dear friends, and he's he's going to be leaving Salt Lake soon, and I'm super sad about it. Dane, if you're listening, know that I'm it's the bottom of my heart. Sad that proximity will no longer be something that we we have. But Dane and Emily, super dope. And then Milo is the last cat that I've seen, who I probably bring up on every episode of the podcast because I hang out with my friend Ronan a lot. Shout out to him. He was on the podcast. And um, Milo is just so fucking cool. Love him. Ronan, if you're listening, I hope your heart warms every single time I talk about Milo because mine sure does. For wildlife that I saw in June... Oh, oh, I lied. This is my uh, June 2020 episode, but uh, these things did not happen in June. These things definitely happened the month before June, which was May. So I may edit that. I may not. (laughs) Pun intended, I probably won't because I'm feeling a little bit lazy and I'm on a roll. So the less editing, the better. But the reason why I just realized it was May is because May was when I saw a bunch of really cool wildlife because I was traveling. One of the places I went was St. George. The first place I went to in May was St. George. And this was for the Red Cliffs Bird Fest. I went with my friend Ronan, again, shout out, and then my friends Jess and Leanna. And there, of course, I saw a few notable birds. One was a Bullock's Oriole, and then another one was a Summer Tanager, which I've never seen before. I also saw a road runner, which is always very exciting, and I was actually on a run, so it felt very fitting. Also saw two rabbits, which to me it's always exciting in the moment, and then when I'm reporting it to y'all, I'm like, eh, they're rabbits, it's cool, it's whatever. The other place I went, one of the other places I went in May, was New Orleans. I visited my friend there, had a great time, and I saw three really cool things, first of which was an alligator. I've never seen an alligator in the wild before, and it was kind of funny because where I saw the alligator was this nature reserve. No one was there. It was kind of eerie, and there's this huge sign that said, there are alligators in the water, and that's okay. 
and I've kind of adopted that sentiment, but replaced alligators in the water with emotions in your heart, and that's okay. There are people that want a bunch of things from you, and that's okay. You know, in, insert what you like, but uh, I definitely <laughs> have been saying that to myself a lot. Another animal I saw for the first time was a snapping turtle. Pretty cool. It was bigger than I thought it would be. One thing I saw that was really scary was this really big black snake, and I think it was a cottonmouth. And I learned that cottonmouths are the only semi-aquatic pit viper. So cool, also scary. Then I saw three or four more rabbits in Bell's Canyon, which is just outside of Sandy, Utah, and then a blue heron at First Dam, which is in Logan, Utah. So, you know, I've been around. I've been seeing wildlife. For conscious content consumption, I wanted to do a quick share. There is a documentary on Netflix called The Principles of Pleasure. It says it's a limited series, and I honestly don't know if a limited series means that it's only a certain amount of episodes long, like the series itself, the length of it's limited, or it's a limited series because it's only going to be available for a limited amount of time. Not sure which this is, but it is a limited series, and it came out this year, 2022. There are three episodes that are each about 45 minutes long. In order, the titles of them are Our Bodies, Our Minds, and lastly, Our Relationships. The trailer, which I think is pretty representative, opens with the fact that men orgasm 95% of the time and women orgasm only 86% of the time. And this phenomenon is called the orgasm gap. And apparently lesbians orgasm 88% of the time And how did they get these numbers, these statistics? I don't know. I kind of wish they would have described that in the documentary, but the documentary, it was really well done. I really enjoyed it. It had incredible visuals, and it was very sex positive. I think it was very informative, even for me. And I shouldn't say even for me, but I consider myself to be pretty sex positive, and I know a lot about sex and our bodies and blah, blah, blah. I was like, I wonder what I will learn from this. And I learned a hell of a lot. So I recommend everyone should see it. I think my mom should see it. And I've told her that if you want to have a sexual relationship with yourself or other people, I think this is a great one to see. Emily Nagoski, I might be pronouncing that wrong, but it's spelled N-A-G-O. S.K.I. Nagoski. She has her Ph.D. and she directed The Principles of Pleasure. And she is the person who wrote Come As You Are, The Surprising New Science That Will Transform Your Sex Life. The documentary is really well done. It has great information. It's really fun. There's a lot of pink in the background, which is my favorite color. Just a great watch. Go watch it and become a better person. And now we'll jump into the topic for today, which is why did I name this podcast Long Hair Do Care? Well, originally, I thought of it when I was with my friend Dane, who I brought up earlier. I think we were talking about it when we were at work together. I worked at a high school, and it was like, Long Hair Do Care! Wow, that's so brilliant! That's going to be what the podcast is, and I've been wanting to do a podcast for a really long time, but I didn't know what the name of it would be. 
And then once I thought of that, the name, it was go time. And I recorded seven episodes all by myself. And if you're thinking, wait a second, Georgie, the first seven episodes of your podcast aren't all monologues of you just talking to nobody. You're right. You're very right. I actually re-recorded every single episode because, you know, start before you're ready. And boy, did I. I listened to some of the old episodes and I was like, oh, God, my new episodes, my intro episode, much better. Trust me. And hopefully now it's even better than it was. So thought of that. And then I just jumped. I just went for it. So that's kind of why I have it. And I am explaining this to you because... I don't know. I talk to a lot of people and the podcast comes up and they ask, well, what's the name of your podcast? And I always give the preempt of, I named it a long time ago, but it's long hair do care. And I say that because now I think the name is a little silly, but the reason why I did it is because there's that trope of hippie, crystal-licking, tree-hugger, idealistic, bro-dudes, environmentalist crowd of, like, long hair, don't care. And I wanted to put a twist on that because I am an environmentalist and I'm kind of adjacent to the hippie, crystal-licking crowd. I'm adjacent to a lot of crowds, but that one uh, is definitely one of them. So it's like, well, I'm associated with that world, but I have long hair and, gosh, I care so much. That was the thinking behind it. But now I struggle with the name, not only because I think it's a little bit silly, but because I don't like gender norms or playing into gender norms because gender is a construct and fuck that. But me being a femme presenting person, AKA a person who presents as female with long hair might make it seem like I am a proponent of women and all femme presenting people having long hair which has been a social standard that needs more subverting. It's been subverted a little bit, but it still is a standard, and I don't like that. I think that hair of all lengths should be explored by all genders, and for folks with little hair or preference for short hair to make it more manageable, rock on. We all have different hair, we all look different, and we all need to do what makes us feel the best. Hair itself can be a double-edged sword, where it can add to your style and be part of your self-expression, but it's also valued a little too highly, which then makes us value people who fit into the standard, the gender norm or the social standard for either women or men. And we shouldn't value people based on their looks. We also shouldn't value people based on their gender. But if you're listening to this podcast, you probably already know that, you probably already think that, and you probably already agree with me. So moving on. I choose to have long hair because, in part, I am a little bit vain, as I'm sure are you, and my hair is part of my vanity. I like how it looks on me personally, and I think that I might look a little bit too feminine if it was shorter, and too masculine if it was just short. Um, I have a very strong jawline, and similarly with sunglasses, some styles just look better depending on the face of your shape, in which case mine is very sharp and edgy and pointy. I also think that the extra longness of my hair adds to my uniqueness and my identifiableness. Don't know if that's a word. Identifiableness. There we go. I do like long hair on masculine presenting folks, 
But that's mostly because after growing up in Utah around a bunch of Mormons, I've seen so much short cropped hair and clean shaved faces that any variety is pretty exciting. This includes long hair, some shags, but not all shags. Not all shags are good shags. And especially facial hair, except for neck beards. If you only have hair on your neck, but not on your face, I'm not going to find it attractive. Other people might, and I'm not going to yuck your yum, but I just don't think it's a look you should go for, and I've seen a lot of teenage boys do it because I worked out of high school. Don't highly recommend it. That being said, if I could have facial hair, uh, I probably would. In fact, during Pride Month and usually around Halloween, I do draw on and rock a mustache, my mustache, to the point where my dear friend, Liana, who I mentioned before, during Pride this summer, uh, she asked me, she looked me in the eye, she's like, oh my gosh, Georgie, did you, did you grow out your mustache? And it was so endearing because she thought that it was actual facial hair, but I had just drawn it on. And uh, if I did grow out, if I could grow out facial hair and a mustache, it'd probably just be like way too blonde to see and super not worth it. Anyways, I want to backtrack just a little bit to talk more about why I choose to have long hair because as I said, gender is a construct and fuck gender norms telling us how we should look. But I do like my long hair and have kind of struggled with it as a queer person because I struggle with all the dysphoria, but I pass as not being queer, which is probably why I talk so much about being queer and put stickers on my water bottles because I want to flag. It feels nice to flag, and it feels nice to have people know who I am. So people have suggested that in order for me to flag, I should either cut my hair or cut part of it off, shave part of my head, dye it, get tattoos, get piercings. And all this is true. I would look way more queer if I did any of those things. However, the simple and true and most important fact here is that I don't want to. At first I thought... If I don't do any of these things that are necessary to visually flag, then I'm subverting the need to flag as a queer person. Uh, However, flagging is important, especially in a world where there are people who are actively anti-gay and anti-trans, and aggressively so and violently so. So flagging signals to queer folks that they could potentially be a safe space, which is something that they might desperately need. I do believe that we should all do what makes us feel best in terms of how we look, where we can, and if we can afford it. And uh, for me, that's wearing crop tops as someone who's soon to be exiting their 20s, and a rose gold nose ring that is not a piercing, because piercings never heal on me, and I like to blow my nose every morning. Also, I have the ability to darken my eyebrows and draw on my mustache or not depending on the day. I really do enjoy playing with that fluidity and being fluid in how I can look and my long hair is actually a big part of that. I can have long bouncing ringlets and I can have a dope masculine viking braid because I've been teaching myself how to do that which has been very fun and frustrating and hard and I can pull my hair all the way back and tuck it in if I want to feel safe while walking home in the dark. And I very much do intend on buying wigs so that I can have short hair or pink hair or whatever hair I want to feel the way that I want. 
However, wigs are kind of expensive. But I'm going to figure that out because, again, I love playing with the fluidity of how I look. And I acknowledge that that's a privilege, that I'm able to do that. That's the end of my tangent as to why I don't cut my hair. No one really asked, but maybe you did wonder. But in short, do whatever you want with your looks as long as it feels like self-love and self-comfort and self-care. You all deserve it. Coming back to the podcast and the name of the podcast, Long Hair Do Care, what if I did cut off my hair? And, or, what if I got a co-host who doesn't have long hair? That it would just feel no longer applicable. But, here's my, here's how I would roll with that, with, with, with long hair do care, if either of those scenarios happened. Long leg hair. I am growing out my leg hair, and I know a lot of people who have long leg hair, or even long armpit hair. And I think that is uh, justification enough. If I ever did cut my hair or bring somebody onto the podcast, hopefully they would have long hair of some sort so that we could just fit it nicely into this weird box that is now the title of my podcast. The last thing I want to say about the title of my podcast is I was wondering what would the alternatives be if I renamed my podcast. Maybe y'all have suggestions. Feel free to reach out and tell me. But uh, one thing that was suggested to me was like the acronym of Queer Intersectional Ecofeminism, which would be Q-I-E-F, which to me just sounds like queef. It's more like quiff, but it's very close to queef. And queefing, for those who don't know, is when there's air that goes up the vaginal canal and then the person with the vaginal canal kind of moves their body and then the air goes out and it kind of sounds like a fart, but it's coming out of the vagina. It's a very funny thing. It's just one of those funny things that our body does, but I did not want to name the podcast anything that had to do with queef because I wanted to get people from cool environmental nonprofits on and I wanted people to take me seriously not to say that the title long hair do care makes me seem like a very serious podcaster but uh I think queef (laughs) would make it way less serious there's another podcast that was with a name very similar to the title of this podcast it was long hair comma do capital d-o care exclamation point So it's similar in the words, but the punctuation and the capitalization was different. And it was all about hair care. And I think that podcast has now disappeared. But uh, I found that out after I had already made the podcast. And another name I was thinking of was Ecologic, like Ecology Logic, Ecologic. And uh, somebody had already taken that too, but they didn't really produce a lot of content. So now I'm like, oh. It would have been great to do that. But at the same time, my podcast isn't just about ecology stuff. It's about feminism and being queer and hopefully more intersectional stuff to come. I realize I haven't done a lot of that yet, but I would like to do more. So I was like, ecofem logic, intersectional ecofem logic, queer ecofem logic. I could have done any of those things. But, my dear friends, I think it's too late. So long hair, do care. It is. And that is my short little episode after taking a long break. I may or may not have an episode 
for next month. I might just not do it. Anyways, thank you for listening. Please rate and review the podcast. You can follow the podcast on Instagram at Long Hair Do Care Podcast. I need to thank AJ for doing the intro music. And as my dad always says, use your head and be clever. Bye, everyone. I love you. Use your head, be clever.